Christian Therapy Podcast. It is your host, Aisha Barano. Let's get into today's episodes. So let's get into today's verse, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, and I'm going to be reading from the message translation. Now, friends, read these next words carefully. Slow down and don't go jumping to conclusions regarding the day when our master, Jesus Christ, will come back and we assemble to welcome him. Don't let anyone shake you up or get you excited over some breathless rumor or rumored letter from me that the day of the master's arrival has come and gone. Don't fall for any like any line like that. Okay, so he's saying to them, because there's been so many at, at the time, parts of the reason why he wrote the second letter to the Thessalonians church, Thessalonian church was because there were so many rumors back then regarding the second coming of Christ. And so he's like, okay, he's writing to them to clarify, to tell them not to jump into conclusions regarding when our Jesus, our master Jesus Christ will come back. Okay. And so he's letting them know, don't be deceived. Don't let people, you know, who know nothing tell you about when Jesus is, is going to arrive or tell you that Jesus has come and gone. Because sometimes I feel like the people of the world try to take the fact that, oh, Jesus is coming as a joke. Oh, yeah, I'm sure he's come and gone. Like, you know, it's not it's not a joke. And we should very be very, very careful to make sure that we are not believing what other people say about when Jesus is coming and that we actually go into the scriptures to read the scriptures to meditate on the scriptures so that we can get some understanding about what the coming of the Lord is and so verse three to five says before that day comes a couple of things have to happen first the apostasy now what does it mean to the apostasy that means there would be a falling away and that means people that used to believe in God will suddenly fall away. Some people will fall away and, and cease to believe in God, cease to believe in the coming of Jesus Christ. There will be a falling away on a massive scale. Okay. And then he said, second, the debut of the Antichrist, a real dog of Satan. So that's the Antichrist, right? So that's not Satan himself, but that is who Satan has given the power in the end times, right? So that's the Antichrist. Okay. So he will defy and then take over every so-called God or altar. Having cleared away the opposition, he will then set himself up in God's temple as God Almighty. Right? So think about it. You might be thinking, how is this going to happen? When the saints are raptured, then what will happen? There would be the Antichrist in the earth. So the Antichrist will come and take over everything. Take over people's churches take over all these things and head himself and say he is god almighty even though he's not he will take over everything and so that's why christians we're meant to be taking away so don't be that christian that is stuck behind stuck here dealing with the antichrist because it's not go it's not going to be fun and then he goes on to say, don't you remember me going over all this in detail when I was with you? Are your memories so short? And so he's telling them that we've talked about this before. We've discussed this before. Then in verse 6 says, it says, you also remember that I told you the Antichrist is being held back until just the right time. That doesn't mean that the spirit of anarchy is not now at work. 
it is secretly and underground so that means i'm sure you guys will you've heard people say oh the spirit of the antichrist is functioning in the earth yes that doesn't mean that the antichrist has come no it just means that there is a spirit of anarchy which is currently working right and then it goes on to say but the time will come when the antichrist will no longer be held back but will be let loose and that is the time so imagine the antichrist has been trying to come for all this long but he's been restrained right remember what the scripture says that you know he that let will be lettered until it be taken away i hope i'm quoting the scripture correctly right but that's the church we are the restraining power of evil in the earth we are the ones who are restraining the antichrist at this stage but when we are raptured there will be no restraint we are not there to restrain the antichrist okay so then the antichrist comes right and so it goes on to say but the time will come where the antichrist will no longer be held back when it says will no longer be held back that means the antichrist has been held back is being held back but don't worry but will be let loose right but don't worry the master jesus will be right on his heels and blow him away right the master appears and puff the antichrist is out there so think about it when remember if you have not listened to the episode where i talk about the rapture i would encourage you you need to listen for yourself right go back and listen to that episode and then this would make more sense to you so when the master appears at the time of the rapture then that's when the antichrist will then come here because by the time jesus appears we are we're out we're all out with him as christians right then he goes on to say verse 9 to 12 the antichrist coming is all satan's work all his powers and signs and miracles are fake. Evil slay of hand that plays to the gallery of those who hate the truth that could save them. And since they are so obsessed with evil, God rubs their noses in it, gives them what they want. Since they refuse to accept truth, they are banished to their chosen world of lies and delusion. And that's why it's so important to preach the gospel. Because God wants us to speak the truth to people give people the opportunity to accept the truth and if they choose not to accept the truth then they will be left with their lies and delusions but that's why as christians our job is so important we have to preach the gospel because how would they hear without a preacher and so verse 13 to 14 goes on to say meanwhile We've got our hands full, continually thanking God for you, our good friends, so loved by God. God picked you out as his very, from, as his from the very start. Think of it, included in God's original plan of salvation by the bond of faith and the living truth. This is the life of the spirit he invited you to through the message we delivered in which you get in on it with the glory of of our master jesus christ so he's basically saying that he's continually thanking god for them because they caught the gospel they are loved by god they were picked from the very start they are included in god's salvation because they've given their hearts to christ and then he goes on to say so friends take a firm stand feet on the ground and head high keep a tight grip on what you were taught whether in personal conversation or by our letter May Jesus himself and God our Father, who reached out in love and surprised you with gifts of unending help and confidence, put a fresh heart in you, invigorate your work, and enliven your speech. In Jesus' name, amen. 
But think about it. He's telling us to take a firm stand. Let our feet be on the ground. Let our head be held high. So when opposition is coming and people are telling you, oh, yes, it's a lie. Jesus has come and gone. You can stand sure and know, no, he has not. No, he hasn't. You can stand strong and say, no, I believe the word of God. No, he hasn't. You can keep a tight grip on the things that you have learned, the things that you have heard and hold on to it. And so, honestly, if you're listening to this and you haven't given your heart to Christ, I will give you an opportunity to give your heart to Christ shortly. But I want you to really think about it. Really think about it. And, you know, please, let's be clear. I'm not here to try to scare you into giving your heart to Christ. No, I don't feel like it works. I don't feel like fear is a tactic that works because you do not end up having a relationship with God. You just feel like, oh, let me just do this so I don't end up in hell. No, 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 no. God does not want that for you. He wants you to have a relationship with him. He wants you to fully submit to his lordship as Lord over your life. He wants you to fully submit and be like, okay, my God's got me, you know, and fully embrace who he is and what he has in store for you. And so I want to encourage you, please, please, and please don't, don't listen to this episode or the episode about rapture and think i'm trying to scare you no i want you to have a relationship with god and if you have a relationship with god i want you to have an even better relationship with god i want you to think how can i make my relationship with god better what can i do you know what is it that god will want from me if i don't read my bible can i schedule to read my bible twice a day once a day you know what can i do to actually get to the place that i know that god wants me to be that is what i want to challenge you to do i'm not here to try to force you to be something that you are not but i'm trying to encourage you to give your heart fully to him and watch him work in your life watch him make those changes watch him help you through those challenges that you have been going through all all by yourself you've been going through so much by yourself when god can it's like let god help you it doesn't have to be difficult he doesn't have to be horrific when god is involved it's 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 a beautiful beautiful experience let let god take care of you and that's where i'm going to end it today Thank you so much for listening and then I'll give you an opportunity to give your heart to Christ. So just before we end today's episode, um, if you have not said the prayer of salvation, which means that you have not given your heart to Jesus Christ, I want to give you an opportunity to give your heart to Christ now. Um, So one of the big things that I have to emphasize is the fact that you have to believe completely um, with all of your heart and you have to speak forth so which means you have to say it um whilst believing in your heart now there's not enough to believe you have to believe and speak um and it's not enough to speak without believing so it requires both so now i'm going to say the prayer of salvation and i need you to repeat it after me oh lord god 
I believe with all my heart in Jesus Christ, Son of the living God. I believe he died for me and God raised him from the dead. I believe he's alive today and forevermore. I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is the Lord of my life from this day. Through him and in his name, I have eternal life. I am born again. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. I am now a child of God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. If you have said this prayer, welcome to the family of God. You are now a child of God. You are now born again. You can confidently say, I am born again. Glory to God. And so now if you want to learn more about how to live your life as a born-again Christian, I will encourage you to go back and listen to every single episode on this podcast. Just keep listening and you will continue to see the transformation in your life. And also I will encourage you to go out there, go on Google and search for Now That You're Born Again by Chris Oyakilome. And if you review that, you will see... In the book, it explains carefully what happens now that you've given your heart to Christ. It explains clearly what you have received as a child of God. And so I will encourage you to actually go and read the book. It's a really short book. It's a PDF um, version and it is free online too. And if for whatever reason you're unable to get the book, just send me a direct message on Christian Therapy and... Um, um using the christian therapy handle um on instagram um yeah so just send me a direct message and i will organize for it to be sent to you so yeah thank you so much um for listening to today's episode god bless you and i will see you next time bye